Welcome. Thank you for calling Diamonds of Promise LLC with Lane. We're a positive women's empowerment outreach based in Cuyahoga County, but serving women worldwide. Here, we believe all women are as rare diamonds, special, unique, and of great value to God. If you're not sharing, please mute your phone and you will be connected. If you are the host, press star now. Otherwise, please wait and you will be joined into the conference. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for calling us. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. God bless everybody. <clears throat> Pardon me. 
And today is Friday, March the 1st, the first day in March. And I'm going to be reading 1 Samuel chapter 5, all of it in its entirety. And I'm reading from the Amplified and the Parallel Bible. Father, I pray that you will cover this line. Bless everyone here, O oh God. Open up our understanding. Open up our spiritual eyes and spiritual ears to be able to receive everything that you have for us. And Father, I thank you for covering this line in the blood of Jesus. Cover everyone's home in the blood of Jesus. Father, put a hedge of protection around us as we come together in your holy word. For your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And Lord, we give you the glory and all the praise. Find any chaos and any confusion and any distraction from the atmosphere. In Jesus' name, it is so. God bless everybody. We're going to jump right into the reading, chapter 5, all in this entirety. And we're moving along in the word. I pray everyone is having a great day. Then all the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron and said, Behold, we are your bone and your flesh. In times past, when Saul was king over us, it was you who led Israel out to war and brought Israel from battle. And the Lord told you, you shall shepherd my people Israel and be ruler over them. So all the elders, tribal leaders of Israel came to the king in Hebron. And King David made a covenant with him at Hebron before the Lord. And they anointed him king over Israel. <clears throat> Pardon me. David was 30 years old when he became king, and he reigned 40 years. In Hebron, he reigned over Judah seven years and six months. And in Jerusalem, he reigned 33 years over all Israel and Judah. Now the king and his men went to Jerusalem against the Jebusites the inhabitants of the land, who said to David, You shall not enter here, for the blind and the lame, even the weakest among us, will turn you away. Though David cannot come in here, because the walls are impenetrable. Nevertheless, David captured the stronghold, fortress of Zion, that is the city of David. Then David said on that day, Whoever strikes the Jebusites, let him go up through the underground water shaft to strike the lame and the blind, who are detested by David's soul because of their arrogance. So, for that reason, they say, the blind or the lame Jebusites shall not come into the royal house of Israel. So David lived in the stronghold and called it the city of David. And he built all around the surrounding area from the Milo fornication and inward fornication. Pardon me. David became greater and greater, for the Lord, the God of hosts, his armies, was with him. Now Hiram, the king of Tyre, sent messengers to David with cedar trees, carpenters, and stonemasons, and they built a house, palace, for David. And David knew that the Lord had established him as king over Israel, and that he had exalted his kingdom for his people, Israel's sake. David took more concubines and wives from Jerusalem. <clears throat> Pardon me. After he came from Hebron, and more sons and daughters were born to him. And these are the names of whose were born to him in Jerusalem. 
Shamua, Shoba, Nathan, Solomon, Ithbahar, Elishua, Nepeg, Shaphia, Elishama, Eliada, and Eliaphelet. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to look for him, but he heard about it and went down to the stronghold. While he had 12 more children. <laughs> now the Philistines had came and spread out for battle in the valley of Rephraim. David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? And the Lord said to David, Go up, for I will certainly hand them over to you. So David came to Baal, Perizim, and he defeated them there and said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. So he named that place Baal Perizim, Master of Breakthroughs. The Philistines abandoned their pagan idols there. So David and his men took them away to be burned. The Philistines came out once again and spread out in the valley of Raphim. Verse 23, when David inquired of the Lord, he said, you shall not go up, but circle behind them and come at them in front of the balsam trees. And when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the, bal of the balsam trees, then you shall pay attention and act promptly. For at that time, the Lord would have gone out before you to strike the army of the Philistines. Last verse 25. David did just as the Lord commanded him and struck down the Philistines from Gebeah as far as Weaver. And that concludes my reading of Second Samuel uh, chapter 5 and all in this entire verse 1 through 25. And my interpretation of these verses we can see here now we're talking about David, Hiram, that's the king of Tyre, and um, the Philistines. That's who we're talking about in this chapter. And David becomes king over all of Israel in verses one through five. So he's elevated. He, we can see David is really growing in the Lord. Um, he has a lot of ch 12 more children, and he's increasing in his family. is getting stronger and stronger. But the word says that he's growing stronger and stronger. And, you know, a lot of good things is coming for David. But he still has issues as well with all the many wives and a lot of contentions amongst the children, the brothers and half-siblings. So David's anointed king after the death of Ishbosheth. All the tribes of Israel went to David and anointed him king. David was 30 years old when he began ruling Judah. So he was still young, fairly young, 30 years old. He was appointed king of Judah and Israel for seven point and a half years later. He ruled over the entire nation for 33 years. David's early reign, he's reigning early in between uh, verses 6 and 16. Mm. He took his men to capture the city of J Jerusalem from the Jebusites. The Jebusites mocked David and they told him, oh, the blind and the lame and the weak of the, of the people here can fend off your army of Israel. 
So they're being disrespectful and basically saying that David is weak. But David eventually captured the city, making it his cap- capital. And Jerusalem became known as the city of David. That's where that comes from when we speak about Jesus um, being in the city of David, he was able to take over that city. God blessed David's kingdom, and he became greater and greater. And that's the great thing, you know, when you're obedient to God, he has God's heart. Even though he has his flaws, God still increased him more and more. The king of Tyre, Hiram, he sent carpenters, masons, and cedar trees to build him a wonderful home. And uh, David now has a beautiful castle. And David marries more wives and takes more concubines, which bore him more children. So he's had an additional 12 children, more sons and daughters. Then David defeats the Philistines at the Valley of Riphraim. And that's in verse 17 through 25, which takes us out of the uh, chapter. He defeated them. When the Philistines found out Israel made David the king, they went looking for him. But David took hold in the stronghold, which is the cave. Um, he went hiding so they couldn't find him. The Philistines gathered, uh, the army gathered up in the valley of Riphraim, and it wasn't too far from Jerusalem. David went to seek the Lord. What should he do? He really needed a strategy because they were looking for him to take his life. And David asked the Lord, you know, if I should attack them. And the Lord gave him a quick answer. He said, you and your men... Um, you know, go up behind them, basically. And he gave them a way, a plan of an approach to do the to do the attack. So they defeated them and they captured them, and they took away their idols, which is very important because the idols were polluting the land. That's one of the reasons why God wanted the Jebusites and all of them, uh, the Perites and the um, all of the different uh, uh, Canaanites to be wiped out. And then again, um, just to be sure, double sure, God, uh, David asked the Lord if he should attack. He told him not to, to attack them directly from the front, but do a sabotage and a sneaky uh, attack from behind. So he did that. And, um, you know, we told him when you hear the sound of the marching troops and the balsam trees, then go up and attack from the rear so they don't see you coming. And then David was obedient. He did what God told him to do. And then God gave him another victory. So, <clears throat> pardon me, that God was not in a hurry to give um, the crown to David as human standards. We know that God's ways is not our ways. His thoughts is not our thoughts. And time doesn't exist. Um, in eternity, there's no time. God is time. So he does things according to where he sees fit. So it was um, about 20 years later after Samuel was anointed that David was anointed. So that took some time. And, you know, so from a human perspective, it may feel like a very long time. But, you know, God's ways, again, is different. And he does things according to the way that he sees fit. And also we are to remember that um, when we do God things God's way and consider his promises um, and what he gives us to do, things always work out in our lives. And my prayer is, God, we thank you for these verses today. Father, you are a God who never changes, and you always keep your promises. You are always working, even though we may be waiting and feel like it's taking a long time, even though we feel, thank you, Jesus, even though we may feel like 
things are not going the way that we expected them to, even though we may be faced with disappointments in life. Lord, I pray that you will still show us that you are with us because we know that you are working always behind the scenes. And Father, even though things take longer than we expect, we trust you. We trust your timing. If God appears to be delaying something in our lives, we trust you that your delay is key for our development or maybe even the other people. It could be the other parts that you're, that you're working on or the other people involved in the situation. So Lord, help us to praise you while we wait. Help us to glorify you while we wait. And we know that if we obey you, you'll make us stronger and stronger and bless our homes more and more. So Father, I thank you that you care even about our development and our growth and that you care about how we are, how the things that concerns us. So Lord, we trust you in all that we do. And I thank you, Lord God, for this line. I thank you for everybody here. And I thank you for speaking to us through your word. In Jesus' name, it is so. So that's what I get from these verses, you know, even though it took um, about 20 years before um, David was actually uh, sitting on the throne of Israel. Remember, he was the king of Judah, but not of all Israel. So when God did it, he did his way, and he was fine-tuning some things, you know. Um, and I thank God for that, because it showed that, you know, with the issues, maybe it took, it took David some years to grow and develop where he needed to be. Also, I see in these verses that God will give you a strategy. You know, if you're going through something, he'll give you a plan in order to uh, get the victory, no matter what it is. We just have to trust him and ask him for guidance. And welcome, everyone. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. We're here. We get started around 8.05 every day. And we go on to about not about 9.30 or until the last person has shared. We're here every day. God bless everybody. And what we do here at the Breakfast Bible Club is we read our verse. We read our verses. And again, if you can't pronounce the words and if the words, the names are a little too difficult, you can skip the names always or just say the first letter um, for those who are um, calling in and sharing on the line. And then you give a short prayer. How do you give your own interpretation of what the verses mean to you and share what you get from them? Then I will point out one key from each interpretation. If you do not have an interpretation today, you can feel free to read our verses, or you can sing a song, or um, you can just say a word of encouragement if you feel led to do so. We have our writers on the line. Let's sing. This step is optional. For those that are uh, writing out who love to write, this step is for you. If you would if you like to write, you can write out the verses. And we write them out exactly the way that they appear in the word we don't add to it or take away from it and also um those who uh it's my prayer also that all of our listeners will take something away from the word to encourage uplift and bless using the word of god so um everyone here remember that the word is our focus we never argue or challenge or debate anyone's interpretation we just simply allow them to share. If we do not um, agree with them, we just allow them to share. We understand that we're all in different processes with God. So we um, show examples of the fruit of the Spirit here. Galatians 5, 22 through 23. Love, joy, peace, patience, 
uh, respect and the like. So this makes it a safe place to share. And if anything needs to be corrected, I will step in and make any corrections being led by the Holy Spirit. So welcome everyone, and let's grab some coffee, tea, or water if you choose, and let's get started. The Holy Spirit is welcome to move and flow here on this line. And now we'll have we'll welcome Sister Melissa to join in. She's our uh, her translator here at the Breakfast Bible Club, and she translates our verses from English to Espanol. Welcome, Sister Melissa. Good day. Oh, pardon me, um, Sister Melissa may be joining on the line a little later. She's not able to join in um, at this moment, so my correction. If there's anyone else that is ready to share or read or give your interpretation, you are welcome to do so. So you can jump right on in. The floor is open. And then we may hear from Sister Melissa a little later on today, um, possibly. If not, she'll join us tomorrow. So blessings, anyone, and also everyone, and also anyone from the uh, Latino community, if you would like to read this morning, you can feel free to do so. Good morning, Breakfast Bible Club. I'm going uh, to read um, from the Complete Jewish Bible. Second Samuel chapter 5 in the whole entirety. Then all the tribe of Israel came to David in Hebron and said, Here, we are your own flesh and bone. In the past, Saul was king over us. It was you who led Israel's military campaigns. And Anadai said to you, You will shepherd my people, Israel, and you will be chief over Israel. Let me read that again. You will shepherd my people, Israel, and you will be chief over Israel. So all the leaders of Israel came to the king in Hebron, and King David made a covenant with them in Hebron in the presence of Anadi. Then the, they anointed David over Israel. And David was 30 years old when he began to rule, and he, was, he ruled for 40 years in Hebron. He ruled over Judah seven years and six months. Then in Jerusalem, he ruled 33 years over all Israel and Judah. The king and his men went to Jerusalem to attack the Jezebites, the inhabitants of the region. They taunted David, you won't get in here. Even the blind and the lame could fend you off. In other words, they were, they were thinking David would never get in here. Nevertheless, David captured the stronghold of Zion, also known now as the city of David. What David said on the day was, was in order to attack the Jezebites, you have to climb up from the spring outside the city through the water tunnel then you could do away with those so-called lame and blind who 
whom David despised. Hence the expression, the blind land keep from entering the house. David lived in the stronghold and he called it the city of David. That Then David built up the city around it, starting at the mellow earth ramp and working inward. David grew greater and greater because Anadab, the god of armies, was with him. Hammer, king of Tyre, sent envoys to David with cedar logs, and with them were carpenters and stonemasons, and they built a built David a place. David then knew that Anadab set him up as king over Israel and increased his royal power for the for the sake of his people. David took himself more concubines. In wives in Jerusalem after coming from Hebron, so that still more sons and daughters were born to David. Here were the names of these born to him in Jerusalem. S S N S. I ain't gonna mess with you. The names of uh, Solomon, Nathan, E and E. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed, oh anointed king over Israel, all the Philistines went up in search of David. On learning of it, David went down to the stronghold. The Philistine came and deployed in the Griffin Valley. David consulted and I asked, should I attack the Philistine? Will, will you hand them over to me? And I answered, attack. I will certainly hand the Philistines over, you, over to you. So David went to Uh, Bela and uh, defeated them there. He said, And has broken through my enemies for me like a river breaking through its banks. This is why he called the place Be Lord of Breaking Through. But Philistine had left their idols there, so David is a man, took them away. Philistines came up again, deployed in the, in the Rephi Valley when David consulted. Ananias, he said, don't circle, don't attack. Circle behind them and engage them opposite the Bethlehem trees. Then you will hear the sound of a marching in the tops of the Bethlehem trees. Advance because Ananias has gone out ahead of you to defeat the army of Philistine. David did exactly as Ananias had ordered him to do and pursue attack on the Philistines from Geneva, all the way to Gazira. Um and my interpretation is um it's once again David just follow and consulted consulted then follow. Not follow he consulted then follow God's will. And you know the great thing we had to make sure we every time we see something over and over again in the word, you have to make sure you could get that because it's, it's, it's a, um, my understanding is just keep put you in remembrance that you keep consulting the Lord in anything or any battles you go through, big or small, any decisions from which way to walk, whatever you do, you have to consult the Lord because he will guide you. Um, like a problem, this is the verse for me for, I think it'll be for a while. For this year, I started as Proverbs. Three or five, trust in the Lord all thy heart and lean not to your own understanding. 
and uh, and knowledge him, he'll he would direct your path. And it, um, the funny thing about it, at the end of that, it says, uh, and people missed this blessing right here. Let me find it. It just why David was so blessed. Uh, come on, phone. At the end of that, he says, "Don't." Uh, it's a couple of things he said. Is in the way knowledge him, then he will leave your level your path. It's the complete Jewish Bible. Don't be conceited about your own wisdom, but fear anodyne and turn from evil. Then, then this will bring health to your body and give you strength to your bones. And uh, and that. That means it, it will it be a blessing to you. It won't hurt you. It'll be a blessing for you, and you won't be, and you won't be able. No, no. You turn from evil ways first. Turn from evil ways as you're doing that. Trusting Him, and it'll be good for you. It'll be beneficial for you, and health-wise, money-wise, business-wise, favor with man, favor with God. When you do this, and that's what David. You see what David did. His blessings was coming for just following God. That's just being obedient. And I, 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 my saying, I'm going I'm to have to make sure about that. Saying is the uh, obedient heart is perfection. So you see how perfected David is by just having an obedient heart and just the knowledge of God in all his ways. So we have to make sure we get this before we get out of this this chapter. And this is, this is what God is just showing us with the key. Keep me in, keep me and do my will and follow me. You'll be, you know what I'm saying, with a beating heart, you will be blessed in every aspect of your life. You have to get that because you keep repeating this. You keep repeating it. I'm hearing that for myself uh, through these, through this, um, this talking about David. Um, I don't know if y'all picking that up, but that's what I'm hearing. And um, yeah, David, David, David was God, a man of God's heart. You know, apple of God's eye. So, just in that aspect, just a little form because we know David had other stories when he was off and stuff like that. But no matter <clears throat> if he got off, he still kept consulting and uh, to God even when he was off. God, listen, oh my goodness, even when he was in his sin, he still consulted God. No matter what, he looked forward to God. Um, we go get. I ain't gonna jump ahead and we go get to the story when he's still in his midst of his his sin he consulted God he didn't do nothing until God told him what to do you know what I'm saying so we take that key to that's the big key no matter what you do or matter what your flaws is you're working through your, our flaws this day we still keep consulting God we still keep putting our head to his throne to listen to what we have to do no matter we sin or not we have to keep Putting God first in anything, and that's why. Oh gosh, excuse me. Stop, sorry, Pastor. That's why. Whatever the the verse says, even when I made my bed in hell, that's where you be with me. Uh, just a, just a beating heart, a beating heart, and that's my understanding. My prayer today, Lord, just thank you for your word, Lord God. I, I receive that with the Holy Spirit showing me now. Even Lord, even if my midst of my 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 sins 
in that matter, Lord God. You will rebuke me, but you will, if my heart is still turned to you, you will guide me out of that, and, and I will do that no more. And it just consults you in everything I do, Lord God. We have to, Lord, you're just speaking loudly, clearly to me, Lord God. And I, and I hope everybody here the same thing, that just keep consulting in you, keep following your word, no matter what we go through, no matter what traps we find ourselves in or what the enemy bring on us. We, if we listen and follow your word, we will always come out victorious through your through your wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for that, Lord God. And thank you for this just guiding us through this week, Lord God. Let your favor continue us to the next week and the week before that, Lord God, and starting this new new month, Lord God. We just thank you for this this year of favor and obedience, Lord God. This the favor and obedience, Lord God, that you have for us this year. We just thank you. And the outcome will be victorious, Lord God, if we keep our head and our, our eyes on you, Lord God. And it's prayer, pray you say Jesus' name. And it is so, and it is so. And um, yeah, just, just, just pay attention before we get out of this this, this chapter. Let's, let's look how many times we, the work you're telling us, David consult God. David consult God. David still consult God no matter what before he made a move. Even if he put it in his mind to do something he shouldn't, he still consult God. And that's that's awesome. And people might say, how 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 that be? He try to be try to do bad, but at the end of the day, his heart is for God, and that's just his flesh that he's dealing with. We always got to deal with that flesh and that old man. How Paul said, um, we have to fight that and put it to death. And it's, that's why he says a thorn in our side. I'm sorry, I'm going to attention, but good morning, breakfast, Bible club. A great day. Uh uh. God bless you, Brother Preston. Thank you for sharing today. Second um, Samuel chapter 5, all for the first 1 through 25. And uh, Brother Preston shares from the complete Jewish Bible, the CJP. Uh, thank you for sharing today uh, many keys and also that prayer release. We receive it in Jesus' name, mm -hmm. um, yeah, as always. And uh, one of the keys that you shared mm -hmm. in your interpretation is actually your scripture that you've been following. Um, you said since the beginning of the year, uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. And we see that, that um, one part of that verse, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you acknowledge God? You, you come to him. An obedient child, a good child, um, goes and seeks the counsel of their father or their mother. You mm -hmm. know, they ask their their parents, you know, should I do this? What should I do? Should I go here? And that's the recipe for blessing. Um, David, you know, we see he's now being anointed king. And also one of the um, things I want to add, and thank you, brother, for sharing. Um, one of the things that I want to add as well is that David, if you see in verse 13, he took more concubines and wives. He used wisdom. He knew God's law. And then say he went out here sleeping with harlots. And then say he went out here running around doing all these things, even though he had a, a, a issue with, you know, uh, taking too many wives that, and God warns against this because if you're chasing behind women and just can't really, you know, focus, it takes your heart, it can take your heart away from God. But he knew to marry them. He did it right. You know, he knew to marry, even though he had some little twists, we'll read about how he did some things that wasn't right. 
And um, but he still knew the value of following God's word. And in this word, he warns us against sexual sins. You know, if you're not married, then that can open up the door for sickness. We talked about that last night in our book club and our uh, book repentance, cleansing a generational bloodline. You know, how do why do people die early, prematurely? Why do they get sick? Why do they get illnesses in their body that they can't get rid of? Well, the door is open if there's sexual sins going on, and mm-hmm. um, they don't want to marry. They want to mm-hmm. do what they want to do, dibble-dabble over here, dibble-dabble over there. You know, he knew the value of that. If you look at verse 13, he, had, he took more concubines, which was a tradition thing at that time, and wives. So wives was like a second, um, concubine was like a second wife. But he knew what to do. You know, he didn't just uh, do like some of the men did here in the world. They just slept, slept harlots. They didn't care. They just ran wild, you know, but David knew to build up his empire. So God blesses his house with 12 more children. Mm-hmm. Um, we can see that when you obey God, many, many blessings come upon us. Like today, in our, in our society, nobody wants to do what God says. Everybody wants to do what they want to do. They're not trusting to their own understanding. They're not, I mean, they're not, uh, pardon me, trusting to, um, they are trusting. That's my correction. They are trusting their own understanding. They're leaning into their own understanding, and they're not uh, acknowledging him. And that's where things get really, you know, bad for most people, because in the end, they lose. Mm-hmm. You know, things go bad. It crumbles, sickness, disease, um, no energy, you know, things just don't, no money in the home. All of these things come from those uh, issues of not being obedient. When God gives us instructions, it's best for us to follow him. I love that. I love um, David's heart, even though I don't agree with everything David did. But I love the fact that he constantly asks God. And that's also a practice that I make, um, I choose to do every day. You know, God, should I do this? They said, you got to ask God for everything. Yes, you do. <laughs> you know, should I go here? Should I go there? What should I do today? Or how should I um, plan my day today? Everything you do have to ask because he will ask for you. And if you're not hearing his voice, um, find out why usually it's sin, uh, sin doors open in your life. So I just wanted to share that, and God bless you. Thank you, brother, for sharing. And the floor is open for anyone else that would like to share. Again, we're in Second Samuel chapter 5 today. Blessings to everyone. I'm reading from the Holy Bible. Holy, holy year, we lost the God of Babylon. Second Samuel chapter 5, verse 10. He became stronger and stronger because the Lord all-powerful was with him. My prayer is, we are and Lord, help Help me to be good. Help kids be good. And help us tell the truth. And help me to tell the truth. And I'll be honest. And help kids be honest. In Jesus' name, it is well. That's all to say right now. Blessings. Thank you, Israel, for sharing today. Um, Israel was asked to share every day. And I would give God the glory for that. And um, God bless you, Israel, for reading your verse, Second, Second Samuel, chapter uh, five, verse ten. 
And uh, may the Lord add a blessing to the hearing and the reading of his holy word. And also, thank you for your prayer in English and in Spanish. God bless you. And uh, may God also bless you, Israel, to become stronger and stronger as well. And may God be with you all of your life and all of your days as well. Yes, Lord. And welcome, everyone. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. The floor is open. If anyone would like to read or share, the floor is open. I'm going to jump in with Sister Melanisa's interpretation. And God bless you, Sister Melanie. Thank you for sending your interpretation today. And her interpretation reads. Thank you, God. Bless all the listeners today. Um, Good morning. David was anointed to become a king three times, and he did not become king of Israel until he was 37. So, although he had been promised the kingship many years earlier, during those years, David had to wait patiently for the fulfillment of God's promise. And we feel pressured to achieve instant results and success. Remember David's patience. Just as his time of waiting prepared him for, for his important task, a waiting period may help prepare us by strengthening our spiritual character. David sincerely sought after God. He had weaknesses like any other person. One of those weaknesses was his desire for many wives. Sadly, the children born to these wives caused David and the kingdom grief. David fought his way, fought his battles the way God instructed him. In each instance, he asked if he should fight or not. He followed instructions carefully and gave God the glory. After David became king, his first order was to subdue his enemies. David knew this had to be done in order to protect the nation, unify the kingdom, and prepare the building of the temple, which should unify religion under God and help abolish idolatrous influences from other nations. And our prayer is praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, you gave the Israelites a David to lead and shepherd them through their lives. You have given us the tools for God, for the guidance in them, our lives, and the Bible, Pastor Lane, and our faith community. Please open our eyes and hearts to hear what you are saying through them. Glory to God. Let us truly see that all is in your hands and that when we give control to you, our lives will be calmer. Give us the strength and courage to live out our lives as a reflection of you so that others may find a way to you. In Jesus' name, it is so. God bless you, Sister Melanie. Thank you for sharing today. Yes, it is so. Yes, thank you for that blessing as well, uh, Sister Melanie. And one of the keys that stood out in your interpretation, God, open our eyes and ears and our hearts to hear what you are saying through your men and women of God and also your words. Thank you for sharing that today. Um, that is the key for seeking God, um, following his word, following his way. And also, if, if you all have leaders or pastors or um, spiritual people in your lives, to, you know, if God is using them and speaking to them, to follow their instruction. You know, a lot of times I think about when God gives instruction and then um, if 
that instruction, which I give him the glory. It's not me. I take no credit, no, uh, no glory for anything. I'm just a servant. I'm just a person that he uses from time to time, and I'm honored and grateful for that. And when um, I share the instruction after fasting and praying with someone, it just amazes me that most, most times the person don't listen. You know, they choose to do um, things their way often. And then they come back and say, oh, no, you know, this has happened, that has happened. And, you know, um, and, you know, this humans, most of the time, you know, people don't, you know, they sometimes they have to try things for themselves. But when it happens, it's just sometimes it's un, um, the, un, unimaginable, the consequences of it, the pain that comes along with it. You know, when you don't follow God, because it's all him, it's all about him. When you don't listen to any instructions that he gives you, no matter who gives it to you, you know, and it's him, you honor him by doing it. So if you do something different and then suffer as a result of it, you know, it's just really sad to see that. So it really is uh, refreshing to see how David, even a young man, his heart was uh, there to obey God, to ask God, to listen to God and choose to seek God. And he didn't have a know-it-all attitude that I already know I've already arrived, which is pride. You know, a lot of times humility is needed when we're uh, walking with God to listen. Even if, you know, some feel like, well, I don't feel like, um, in a lot of cases, men, you know, should listen or follow any instructions from a female or from a child. There was a child minister a few years ago who would minister, and he had the anointing of God on his life, but many didn't really, you know, take it too seriously because it was a child. So the thing here is to seek God, ask him for direction, and when he brings uh, someone into your life uh, that he uses, to look at it as it's God. Try not to focus on the person, their, what they look like, their appearance. You know, take it as this is God's mercy giving you this instruction so that you can avoid pitfalls and avoid, you know, serious consequences. Sometimes so serious it's just too hard to come back. You know, so it's really important to obey God and his will. Now, if the person has a dirty life, there's no fruit, and they're in the uh, works of the flesh, check the fruit. You know, and if you see God's fruit, you see that this person is reputable, then, um, you know, it's, a, it's wise to follow and to obey whatever. You know, even if it sounds like, well, I don't need to do that. Why do I need to do that? You know, God works in mysterious ways sometimes. So that's just key. And I love that David would seek God and he put God first. That's why his life was blessed. So welcome, everyone. I just want to add my little tidbit into these verses today. And the floor is open for anyone who's ready to share or give what they get from the word. What did you get from it? You know, I just give God the glory for this line and everyone here. And I thank him for all that he's doing through the Breakfast Bible Club. And welcome, the floor is open. Hi everyone. I'll be reading Second Samuel chapter five, verse Matthew twenty-five, from the easy to read version. The Israelites made David king. All the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron. They said to David, We are one family. Even when Saul, our king, you, even when Saul was our king, you were the one who led us into battle. And you were the one who brought Israel back home from war. The Lord himself 
said to you, you will be the shepherd of my people, the Israelites. You will be the ruler over Israel. So all the leaders of Israel came to meet with King David at Hebron. He made an agreement with them in Hebron in front of the Lord, and they anointed David to be the king of Israel. David was 30 years old when he began to rule. He was king for 40 years. In Hebron, he ruled over Judah for seven years and six months. And in Jerusalem, he ruled over all Israel and Judah for 33 years. David captured Jerusalem. The king and the men went to fight against the Jebusites living in Jerusalem. The Jebusites said to David, you cannot come into our city. Even our blind and crippled people can stop you. They said this because they thought that David would not be able to enter into their city. But David did take the fort of Zion. This fort became the city of David. That day, David said to the men, Whenever you strike at the Jebusites, aim for the throat and kill them. David said this because he hates to have people left who are crippled and blind. That is why people now say, The lame and blind are not allowed in the temple. David lived in the fort and called it the city of David. David built up the city from Milo inward. He became stronger and stronger because the Lord, all-powerful, was with him. This King Hiram of Tyre sent messengers to David. He also sent cedar trees, carpenters, and stone masons. They built a house for David. Then David knew that the Lord had really made him king of Israel and had made him ruler over his kingdom for the good of his people. David moved from Hebron to Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, he got more slave women and wives, so David had more children who were born in Jerusalem. David's sons who were born in Jerusalem are Shemua, Shobab, Nathan, Solomon, Ibhar, Elishua, Nathig, Jophia, Elishama, Eliada, and Eliphalet. David fights against the Philistines. When the, when the Philistines heard that the Israelites had appoint, anointed David to be the king of Israel, all the Philistines went up to kill him. David heard about this and went down into the fort of Jerusalem. The Philistines came and camped at Enrisam Valley. David asked the Lord, saying, Should I go up to fight the Philistines? Will you help me defeat them? The Lord answered, Yes, I certainly will help you defeat them, the Philistines. Then David went to Baal. Perezim and defeated the Philistines in that place. He said, the Lord, the Lord broke my enemies like water, breaking them a breaking through a dam. This is 
why David named that place Bel Perezim. The Philistines blessed the statues of their gods behind at Bel Perezim. David and his men took them away. Again, the Philistines came up and camped in Rephraim Valley. David prayed to the Lord again and got his answer. Don't go up to the valley. Go around them to the other side of their enemy, of their army. Attack them from the other side of the balsam trees. When you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the balsam trees, you must act quickly because that is the sign that the Lord has gone out in front of you to defeat the Philistines. David did what the Lord commanded him to do, and he defeated the Philistines. He chased them from Geba to Jezer, killing them all along the way. And my interpretation of the verses, Okay, so um, the beginning of the chapter, it starts by um, the Israelites have came together and they're um, noticing um, that they're noticing what's going on with David and they're basically um, acknowledging him as one family and they have accepted them into their family. And then they're starting to see that even um, when Saul was reigning over them and ruling over them, um, he was already in position. He was the one who was helping them, um, and he helped them get back from war, and he was leading them. And this just shows that even though um, you may not have a title, um, it's good that we're still found doing what God is anointing us to do and calling us to do, even if you're not having a title and getting um, honor for it or people acknowledging it or you're getting glory for it. It's good to still be doing what God um, has appointed you to do. And then later, um, that position may open up and God um, may operate openly with you. But um, it just looks like God just wanted to see that David was serious about him. And, um, and then they made an agreement in front of the Lord um, and they anointed him. And um, at this time, um, he was 30 years old. And uh, something else I thought about is Saul, um, before he passed away, he spent all his, the rest of his years trying to um, fight and block um, David from his destiny. And meanwhile, um, this, in this process of trying to stop this from happening, it's kind of like you're thinking you're blocking something that actually you're making it happen. Um, cause God, the, the way how he was acting towards him, the way how he was trying to fight him and trying to find him and kill him, it actually, um, made him fall into that trap of the enemy. And, um, so, um, when I, and this shows that, um, God has strengthened David and this shows that, um, when you have God by your side, he will sustain you and strengthen you beyond what you can do on your own. And um, also, 
this also made me think, verses made me think about how it doesn't matter who tries to stop you or stop it or tries to chase after you or your destiny or try to block you. As long as you don't walk away from God yourself and as long as you invite God into your situation, he will literally fight for you and make that path open for you to um, do what he has called you to do. And when it's your time, it's your time. And if you remain faithful and do what you're supposed to do, the enemy or no one else will be able to take that away from you. So, um, so um, David, he was being blessed and um, he was being honored by the people. I jealous that the Israelites had anointed David. So now he has another, you know, going through this again with the Philistines after him. But um, God gave him the victory. He, he speaks to the Lord first about what he should do. And um, the Lord told him to basically go ahead and um, fight. And God strengthened him. And um, the verse where it says the Lord broke through my enemy, like water through a dam, um, that really stuck out to me. And that just shows that no matter um, what which tries to... Um, that dam, it just shows that they were trying to stop him and block him from his destiny. But the Lord will break through that. And my prayer is, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will cover us, Lord God, and help us, Lord God, to do your will, Lord God, because doing your will will actually give us the best results in our own life. And I pray, Lord, that we will honor you, Lord, and we will see that you are much bigger than us, and you are way more smarter than us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be on one accord with you and understand that it's the best thing to do. And I pray, Lord, that you will take away any pride, Lord God, or any um, know-it-all spirits from us, Lord God, because you are all-powerful. I pray, Lord, if anyone needs to be strengthened, that you will strengthen them, Lord God, and that you will walk with us, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you will set things in place for us, Lord, and um, prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you will help us, Lord, to not let the things that people do, the distractions and the um, little things that people do stop us and get us away from you and stop us from inviting you into our situation. I pray, Lord, that if we're having any issues or anyone's trying to come up against us, that we will run even closer to you and that we will let you come in and fight for us. In Jesus' name, it is so. It is so. Blessings. Thank you, Sister Sadeja, for sharing today. Second Samuel chapter 5 from the easy to read version. God bless you. Thank you for sharing. And also um, Israel read from the King James Version. I just wanted to mention where everyone shares from. And uh, you had a lot of great keys in there. And we received your the prayer, requ- prayer release in Jesus' name. And one of the keys that you shared, Sister Sadeja, is be obedient in your calling to God, title or not. And um, a very great key that stood out. You know, if God has called you, it doesn't matter if he called you to uh, usher, you know, or if he's called you to sing as a worship leader, or if he's called you to 
um, clean the church. Whatever he's called you to do, do it with the, to the glory of God. Do it, be obedient, even if anyone acknowledges you or tells you thank you or give you your flowers or they recognize you or give you a title or not. It's very important for us to be found doing exactly what God told us to do, whether or not anyone acknowledges it. Um, I remember for years sitting in the back of churches and praying, being obedient to God. No one knew anything. They didn't know who I was. They didn't know my name. And none of that mattered. None of it mattered at all. You know, as long as I was doing what he told me to do, I walked into a church, prayed, did what he told me to do, say what he told me to say, and leave. People would say, who was that? <laughs> but um, what's most important is being found doing what God has called you to do. Sometimes titles, um, uh, names, uh, accolades, all that stuff, it brings forth pride. And, uh, you know, the person starts to feel like, oh, well, you know, I've arrived. We're always learning. No one has it all together. We're ever learning. Even the best, the top pastors and preachers still have things they're dealing with. So, again, it's to humble us and for us to learn some spiritual development before we get that title. Because once you get that title and you're named pastor or minister or uh, choir director or leader, you have to be, uh, you're held to a different uh, standard at that point. You know, that now you have eyes watching you. So if you get into trouble or something goes wrong or you make a mistake, um, you know, maybe you were put in place too soon, you can cause people to fall away from God. So very, very important key. Uh, do be found doing what God has you to do, whether someone says, I see you or thank you or not. It's not about man. This is not how it goes. And another thing that um, really stood out, I'm so grateful for Sister Sadeja's version that she shares from, easy to read version, is that when you um, when you do what's right, when you're doing what's right, you're going to get opposition. You're going to get what they call today as the haters. They're going to come. Think it's not strange when people <laughs> say all kind of manner of things against you or like if we got Saul on the run again. You know, first it was, I mean, pardon me, uh, David on the run again. He was running from Saul. Now it's the Philistines. He's in the cave with a stronghold hiding out again. You know, it's going to happen. That's a key. People have it uh, different. They have it wrong today. Um, that's a, a key that you're doing the right thing. If you're not offending people, if you're not going out here and being an evil person or a wicked person or a sowing strife, and people are against you for no reason, rejoice. God says rejoice. It's the opposite. You know, some like to complain, oh, this is what they said about me. This is what they did to me. Oh, no, no, no. You know, no, you rejoice because they crucified Jesus without a cause. No reason. You know, he didn't do anything. He was not guilty of one thing, and they crucified him, and we follow Christ. So what does that say to us as believers? So thank you, Sister Sadeja, for sharing that. God bless you. And the floor is open. Good day. Point of Fears versus Bible Club for Bible Club Today I'm going to read from the Holy Bible. Oi, boy, I lay here. They lost some Bible paper. And today I'm reading Second Samuel chapter five. The Buddha. 
Samuel, capítulo 5. And um, and verse 5 reads, Then came all the tribes of Israel, David unto Hebron, and spoke, saying, Behold, we are thy bone and thy flesh. Also in the past when Saul was king over us, thou was he that leadest out and brought us in Israel. And the Lord said unto thee, Thou shalt be my people, Israel, and thou shalt be a captain over Israel. Though, y anu antas de ahora, cuando salt reaba sobre nosotros, eres tu quien sacabas a Israel la guerra, y lo obeyes a traer. Ademas Ejova te ha dicho, tú aprendientarás y mi pueblo Israel y tú serás principal sobre Israel. Three, so all the elders of Israel came to the king Hebron and king David. May they lead with them in Hebron before the Lord. And they anointed David, king over Israel. Tres, Vieron pues todos los años de Israel al rey Hebron, y el rey que dirigió pacto con ellos en Hebron delante de Jehová, y ungieron a David por rey sobre Israel. Four. And David was 30 years old when he began to reign, and his reign for 40 years. Um, I'm going to have to end it, and my, and my prayer is, here I see on this, um, God, I love everything you created, Dios, I'm a total of please forgive me of my sins, por favor, perdona me, but Mr. Caddis, the sins I do when I don't know, uh, Los pecados que hago y no sé. Please have mercy on me and protect me. Por favor, siente paz. And me protect me. Give me knowledge. Dame. Conocimiento. And the wisdom to execute the knowledge correctly. Dame sabiduría para ejercer conocimiento correctamente. And everyone who wants to share my prayer, you're welcome to let yourself have some of that. Todo lo que quieren compartir mi oración. Thank you, and that's, that's all I'm going to talk about right now. God bless you. Thank you, Sister Melissa, for sharing today. Sister Melissa is a self-taught, respected translator here at the Breakfast Bible Club, bridging the gap for our Spanish-speaking family to join in with us. She um, could read partial of the verses today. We thank God for um, any part that she can do today and we give God the glory for all the hard work and effort that she puts into it and also for her prayers to Oracion that invites anyone that would like to share in it to be able to do so 
And may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his holy word. God bless you, Sister Melissa. Also, the floor is open for anyone else that would like to read. Welcome. Blessings. The floor is open. Good day. <coughs> I'll read them. <coughs> Sorry, I'm trying to turn my um, Second Samuel chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. I'll read today from the Voice Bible. Then all the tribes that made of the people of Israel came to David at Hebron. We are all related. We are flesh of your flesh, bone of your bone. When Saul was king, you always led the army of Israel out and then brought it back to safety. The Eternal said to you, you will be the shepherd of my people, Israel, the ruler over all of them. All the leaders of Israel came before the king there at Hebron. So King David made a covenant with the leaders there before the eternal. And they anointed David king over all Israel. David was 30 years old when he first became king. And he was king for 40 years. He reigned in Hebron over Judah alone for seven and a half years. And then he reigned over the United Kingdom of Judah and Israel for 33 years. At one point, David and his army marched to Jerusalem to fight the Jebusites who lived there. The Jebusites felt secure behind their walls and were sure David could not enter into the city. They jeered, even the blind and the lame could defend this city against you. Despite the taunt, the taunt, David and his army managed to capture the fort, fortress of Abiah. Of <clears throat> Excuse me. Which became the city of David. If you want to strike down the Jebusites, these blind and lame defenders whom I hate, then go through the water tunnel. From this exchange came the saying, the blind and the lame cannot enter the house. Once David captured the fortress, he stayed there and named it the city of David. He built it up all around, carefully tracing the hillside of Milo inward. And David continued to grow in power and reputation. Reputation because the eternal God, commander of heavenly army, was with him. King H and Tyree sent Dumb D to David with cedar and 
carpenters and masons to build David a palace. David realized then that the eternal one had established him as king over Israel and that he was increasing David's kingdom and power and majesty for the sake of his people, Israel. I don't have an interpretation today. I was just going to read. I'm going to go on mute now. Thank you, Sister Tenille, for sharing today. Um, blessings for reading our chapter. Second Samuel chapter 5, and that's verse 1 through 25, all in its entirety. And God bless you. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearing and the reading of his holy word. Also, if anyone else is ready to share, please jump right on in. The floor is open and welcome. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. Is there one more? Uh, I'm, I'm ready to finish reading. Welcome. Thank you. Um, I'm going to start at chapter, chapter, I mean, chapter five, verse four. David was 30 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned for 40 years. Cuarto, el David de 30 años, cuando comenzó a reinar y reino, 40 años. Five, in Hebron he reigned over Judah seven years and six months, and in Jerusalem he reigned 30 and three years over 30 and three years over all Israel and Judah. Cinco, el Hebron reino sobre Judah, siete años y seis meses, y en Jerusalem reino treinta y tres años sobre todo Israel y Judah. Six, and the king and his men went to Jerusalem unto unto the Jebusites, the inhabitants of the land, which um, which spake unto David, saying, Except thou take away the blind and the lame, thou shalt not come in hither, thinking David cannot come in hither. Say, Entonces mucho el rey con sus hombres a Jerusalem contra el Whosoever get it up to the gutter and smitted the Jebusites 
and the lame and the blind that are hated, David, that are hated of David's soul, he shall be thief and captain. Therefore they said, the blind and the lame shall not come into the house. Ocho, y dijo David a Sia, todo el que y caer a los debutejos, uva por el canal y era a los cojos y viejos hombres de Dios. Te ama de David, por eso es Dios. Diego, mi ojo no entra en la casa, en la ca casa. Nine. So David dwelt in the court and called it city of David. And David built round about from Milo and inward. Nueve. Y David moro en la fortunata y le fue por nombre la ciudad de David. Y edificio alrededor de este Milo hace al centro. Then, and David went on and grew great, and the Lord of God of hosts was with him. Yes, y David iba adelantado y entre en la grandez de todo, y el vacío de los ejércitos estaba con él. Eleven, and Hira king of Tyree sent messengers to David, and cedar trees, and carpenters, and masons, and they built David's house, built David a house. On the Pambian Judah Gray David, Simon, Indio, and the goddess, and they had so in the Hathores, I don't believe. A David y bandera, Pedro y Carpentero, y canteros para los duros, los cuales edificaron la casa de David. Well, when David received that the Lord had established him king over Israel and that he had established his kingdom for the people of Israel's sake. Y entiendo de mí que Jehová le había confirmado por rey sobre Israel y que había engrandecido su reino por alma de su pueblo Israel. Darcy and David took him more was more concubines than wives out of Jerusalem after he was come out from Hebron and there were yet sons and daughters born to David. My daughter said, and 
these be the names of those that were born unto him in Jerusalem. Samua and Sobab and Nathan and Solomon. Estos son nombres de los que le nacieron en Jerusalén. Samuel, Obad, Nathan, Salomón. Fifteen, Ebar also and Elijah and Nepheg and Daphne. Lugar, 
We're here um, every day, Mondays and Sundays. We get started around 8.05. We go on to about 9.30 or until the last person has shared. And I'm going to read a couple of announcements and then pray us out. <clears throat> so if you are calling into the Breakfast Bible Club and if you also need prayer or if you need spiritual counseling or if you would like to leave any prayer requests, you can text. 216 or call 216-463-1574 and I will uh, go over those requests daily. Also, if you would like a return call back, please uh, leave a call back number for me to contact you at. And also, um, if you, pardon me, if you um, if you have your born date today, I would like to say a verse over you. Today is the day you celebrate your birth. Psalms 118 verse 24 says, For this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So give God the glory for another year of life. And may God bless you and continue to give you more and more blessings in your life. Again, I'm Minister Lane. And the website for our uh, Diamonds of Promise ministry is www.diamondsofpromise.com llc.org check us out give our cash app is up and see what we're about everyone is invited to join us for the hour power prayer call we have that every saturday so that will be tomorrow at 12 noon to 1 p.m also you're invited to join us on wednesdays for our noonday teaching that has been extended from 12 noon to 1 p.m so the teaching is an hour or less we teach on a topic that is relevant for today and give verses on what God's word says about the topic. So we have a lot of questions that are sent in text to our ministry line, and we uh, teach on those topics of those questions. Also, tomorrow we're going to do chapter 6 in its entirety. Um, we're going to do chapter 6. It is 23 verses. So again, everyone, we're doing... Second Samuel chapter six all for tomorrow. Making sure I don't I didn't leave anything. Oh, our book club. I can't forget about our book club. We have our book club every Thursday at seven PM to eight PM sharp. Um the name of our book is Repentance, Cleansing Your Generational Bloodline by Natasha Gribbage. So um, you are all invited to join in with us for the book, Very Blessed Book. We are now on Chapter 9. Um, we're going to be saying the end prayer for Chapter 8 and then going on to Chapter 9. So it's a very blessed book. Lots of information, lots of elevation, uh, lots of uh, revelation and information in that book on how to cleanse your bloodline. So if you're dealing with issues that you see, demonic cycles in your family, um, this is a way to clean those things. So we're talking about Chapter 8 on yesterday's sexual sins. Very interesting. And we went over a lot of different topics. So, again, if you're interested in cleansing your bloodline or just having a better quality of life, walking in, a, in your blessings and just giving some things that you've seen for years and years going on in your family, please reach out to us and join us on, Saturday, on uh, Thursday at 7 p.m. And the number for all of these things to call in is 425-666-4796.
So that concludes our announcements. And now I'm going to pray us out. Father, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. I thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity. I thank you, Lord God, for uh, the ability to be able to come together and read your holy word. Father, I thank you for spiritual growth for everyone on this line. Open up our spiritual eyes and spiritual ears. Bless us and guide us on our journey, our journey to read from Genesis to Revelation, God. Bless us to receive everything that you have for us. Lord, we give you the glory, Lord, today for ministering to our hearts through your word. For your word is a lamp unto unto our feet and a light unto our path. Father, I pray that you will draw those here to this line that desire to read the word of God. Thank you, Lord God, for everyone's consistency as we're growing in your word. I thank you, Lord God, for this new day. Lead us and guide us today. Bless our spirit today. Lift any heaviness, depression, anxiety, sorrow, any murder spirits, evil spirits of lust, anger, and rage, suicidal thoughts and actions. Bind them up and cast them out from us in Jesus' name. Let everyone know here that no one is here by mistake. No one is here by accident. Father, I thank you. I pray that no one will leave this earth under the sound of my voice, Lord God, prematurely and without walking out the plan and the promise that you have created for us, God. Let each and every person here feel your love, feel your grace today. Thank you for extension of time. Thank you for extension of life. Father, block any attacks against us, against this line, any spiritual attacks, any words of negativity spoken over us, or anything, Father. Put a hedge of protection around us. Protect us from evil. Protect us, Lord God. Send angelic assistance. Thank you, Lord God, for binding and removing any evil spirits from the portals and any trauma from the portals of our mind today. Cut off all evil communication. Lord God, that will minister to our hearing. You said, my sheep shall know my voice. And the voice of a stranger they will not follow. So, Lord, we give you the glory today for leading us and guiding us. By your stripes, Jesus, we are healed. Our minds are healed. Our bodies are healed. Our spirits are healed. We walk in victory. Break every word curse spoken over anyone here over this line. We are the head and not the tail. Above and never beneath. We are blessed going in and blessed going out. And we stand on all the promises of God today. We apply them to ourselves, Lord God, today. Break every generational curse that may be attached to anyone here on the line. And Father, we thank you in advance. Remove all sickness and disease. Dry up all cancer cells, illnesses, tumors, disorders. Anyone that has had surgery, Lord, bless them. Cover them this week. Father, anyone that's dealing with high blood sugar, thank you for regulating our blood sugar. Thank you for regulating our blood pressure. Thank you, Lord, for total optimal health. Our organs function the way that you intended it to. And, Lord, whether we're aware or unaware of any condition, Lord, we thank you and give you the glory for cleansing our bodies and healing us today. Father, I ask that you bless the women calling in today from 211. First call for help, those that are coming out um, at FGM, those that are coming out, Lord God, heal their body. You never intended for women to be circumcised. So, Father, bring forth healing in these women and bring forth education 
Father, and this evil cultural practice and let them know that this is not of you. Father, we lift up those calling in from the Diamonds of Promise line coming out of domestic violence, human trafficking, prostitution, PTSD, incest, rape, miscarriages. Father, soothe their heart and their spirit at their loss, abortions, let them forgive themselves, and Father, forgive them, and any other kinds of abuse. Father, release your healing over it in Jesus' name. Lord, we ask that you release safe and affordable housing to those that are homeless. Father, those that are on the streets, provide what they need, break the demonic cycles. Lord, that repeat these cycles, things uh, over and over again. Release deliverance in the areas of those coming out of prison. Give them safety and re-entry back into society. Bless them, God, with jobs, with income, with housing. Father, remember those that are that, that have served in the military, bind up PTSD, stress, and trauma as a result of what they may have witnessed. And Father, I pray that you will bless those that are uh, that went through sexual violence in the military. And Lord, I ask that you will bless those that have went through gun violence, racism, remove the hatred. And Father, release your healing. Heal those coming off of drugs and alcohol. Heal them to the root, oh God. Shut every open door. Heal the brokenness in their spirit. Any trauma, anything, Lord God, that they're self-medicating. Father, release your healing. Take away the desire for the drugs and the alcohol from their system. Bind it up, oh God. Holy Spirit, burn it up, Lord God. Take it from them in Jesus' name and show them a better way. Let them begin to fill those voids with you, God, in Jesus' name. And Lord, we thank you, oh God, today. Bless our transportation, Lord. Father, we thank you. We make it from point A to point B safely. And Father, any one's transportation, Lord, I ask that you would cover them, that you would bless them no matter if it's their car, Lyft, Uber, carpool, train, plane, anyone with the flight today, boat, motorcycle, bicycle, no matter what kind of transportation, the bus, no matter what we even take, God, bless, cover, protect, release safety angels over us, cancel every satanic agenda over anyone, cancel any satanic curses, or break any blood sacrifice covenant over anyone's transportation today. Father, also, anyone that is being monitored with any monitoring evil spirits, destroy them at the root, in Jesus' name. Send confusion into the camp of the enemy. And Father, bind and immobilize these demonic spirits from antagonizing or interfering with anyone here on the line's daily life. And Lord, I ask that you will bless them with peace and that you will cancel out these evil assignments, no matter what, no matter how they came about, no matter what doors are open, shut them with the blood of Jesus. Thank you, God. Release safety angels over every marriage. Father, that you will bless the marriage with love, peace, healing, and bind infidelity and cheating, marriage-breaking spirits. And Lord, release unity over these unions, God. And Father, bless every blended family as well, Father. And Jesus be the center of these unions. And Father, anyone that is praying for a spouse, that you will bless them, answer their prayer, Father, give them the right person at the right time. And Lord, I pray that you will bless them and bless their union when they come together, Lord God, that they will glorify you. Anyone that is lonely on the line, Lord, fill that void with you. 
bind the spirit of loneliness, Lord God. Let them put their hands to something that edifies you as an act of service. And Lord, anyone that is single and satisfied, let them keep their hearts and minds stayed upon you, Lord. And we give you glory for whatever state that we are in. Remember the lost in our families, save them. We lift up our communities, cities, countries in our world. United States of America, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, those that call in from Poland, blessings unto you. Africa, Canada, the Amish country, God bless you. Anyone that's calling in, no matter where we are, God, bless them, protect them, cover them, and release revival over the land. We need you like never before, Lord God. And those that are affected in the Israel and Gaza war over in Israel, remember them, bless them, heal their land, God, and we ask for peace to be released over them. Father, we pray for the presidents, prime ministers, leaders, Holy Spirit, guide them, lead them in their directions and in their choices they make, for their choices affect each and every one of us. So, Father, line them up with your holy word. Counsel every spirit of poverty and lack that may be here on this line. I decree and declare over each and every listener that your rent is paid, your mortgage is paid, we have healthy food in our refrigerators, our cabinets are filled to overflow, all repairs are made in our homes, we have our bills paid. We thank you that we are debt-free. Our credit is clear. I speak life into our finances and over our income today. And Father, thank you for businesses, business ideas, books being published. Thank you, Lord God, for abundance and multiple streams of income over every listener today. Lord, I thank you that we have more than enough, enough to even give to others. Lord, I ask that you will cover us with abundance and overflow and help us to be obedient to your holy word for obedience unlocks blessings remember lord god the men iron sharpens iron in our ministry bless them there are brothers husbands cousins fathers fathers our uncles bless them cover them protect them line them up with your word pour into them what they need give them the desires of their heart and align them with your word today and I give you glory for each and every person, God. And Father, I thank you that you remember all of our essential workers in our community. Bless them, cover them, give them what they need as they go out and do their jobs and their assignments in this world. We need our essential workers, and we give you the glory for them in our communities. And thank you, Lord, for increasing our discernment. Let us know when things are from you and when they are not of you. And Father, we give you the glory and the honor and all the praise that is due unto your holy name. And all these blessings I ask in the mighty name of Jesus. It is so. And it is so. God bless you all. Until. Blessings. 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 Love y'all.